Hey, Purpose Peeps. Thank you so much for tuning in. Before we get into the episode this week, I need you to do me a huge favor. So hopefully you've seen the news already, but we are actually in the running to win $50,000 for Black Girls of Purpose. How can this be? We're actually in the contest for the FedEx Small Business Grant that they do every year. And I actually applied way back in 2017. What's really cool about this is that in 2017, we hadn't done anything yet. We had a few events, but we didn't have our conference. We didn't have this podcast. We didn't have merchandise. And so to just see how God has brought this opportunity back again is really cool, especially because when they said, how will you use this money? I had five different ways. I said, okay, we're trying to do an app and we're trying to do this second part of our ministry and we want to do a magazine and we want to hire a team. It was just so amazing to see how he has grown this ministry in just a few years. And so I need your help to help us win this $50,000 from the FedEx Small Business Grant. Now, you can do that very simply. All you have to do is go to our Instagram profile at Black Girls of Purpose and click the link in our bio. It is super simple to vote. So all you have to do is put your name and your email address in and then click vote for this business. Seriously, y'all, it takes maybe two minutes. So I want you to pause this episode. I want you to go over to our Instagram. I want you to click that link in our bio, put in your information, click vote for this business. I am so excited about what God's doing through this movement. Today's episode is sponsored by Angela Flournoy Photography. Angela is a photographer and all-around creative with a love for coffee, travel, and new adventures. She was born and raised in Louisiana, matured and shaped in New York City, and is currently building her own brand here in Dallas, Texas. She has offered an awesome promo code for our Black Girls of Purpose listeners, but you have to listen all the way to the end so you don't miss it. I'm really excited to share her story with you, especially because I got to work with her myself. She is actually the photographer behind many of the photos that I've been posting lately on our Instagram feed. So with all that said, let me introduce you to Angela. I hope you enjoy her story. Angela. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, it's a, it's a pleasure of mine. It's a pleasure. I've been telling everybody, everyone sees my images on Instagram. They're like, who did these for you? And of course, I'm thinking, well, I tagged her. But in case you missed the right. tag, her name was Angela. And so uh, I just, it's just really cool for me to be able to introduce people to the person behind the lens. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, it was so much fun uh, shooting with you. So I'm really excited to be on the podcast. Yeah. So I, of course, shared our, your formal bio with our audience, but it's always great when you can hear from a person directly. So share a little bit about yourself and more of the things that people might not read in your traditional bio. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> my career has definitely been a journey. Um, I've always been a creative, and actually in school I studied television and film. And right after school, I went to New York, and I worked in uh, national television in New York. So I worked for NBC. I went on to work for Al Roker. So I was actually a television producer for a very long time. 
So a lot of people don't know about that, you know, beginning of my career. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. New York was awesome stomping grounds. Um, I think it really prepared me for entrepreneurship, and I'm, I'm so glad that I had that experience. Um, after almost 10 years in New York, I decided to come back to the South, come back home, mm-hmm. and I relocated to Dallas. And, of course, there's no TV here, so I had to rethink things. So that's when I started um, picking up graphic design again, which I had studied in school, and really created a career in design. I went from graphic design to uh, building websites uh, for clients, working on their branding. Um, it's It's been great. I, I still do it today, actually. That's um, 50% of my business. Um, and I believe about two years ago is when I really got into brand photography because that was kind of an extension of what I'd been doing already. Yeah, I can imagine. I think it's so interesting how these paths kind of carve themselves, right? Because mm-hmm. I know for me, whenever I think about services that I offer, it usually comes from what people are asking you for, right? So you probably had people who were saying, okay, well, do you do photography? And (laughs) after so many times of saying no, 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 you say, you know what, maybe there's something to this because I might be leaving some money on the table or this might be a huge opportunity. So let me see what this uh, photography business is about. It's so funny. I fought it for the longest. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm actually, actually a bit of an introvert. So the idea of, you know, having to do an in-person photo shoot made me so nervous. I was like, no, I can't do it. Um, I had been shooting because I had a blog, which was about interiors, which is one of my passions. And I would go and I would shoot homes and, like, products. And, you know, those are objects that don't talk back to you. So that was really easy. (laughs) But the idea of, like, shooting an actual person just freaked me out. So the only reason that I got into it is because a friend asked me um, to shoot headshots for her new business. And I was like, no, I don't know if I feel comfortable doing it. And she just kept asking. I was like, okay, okay, all right, we'll do this. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. I was like, why did I fear this for so long? Because it makes so much sense. Um, I had already been, you know, helping people to develop their brand. And the visuals were just a part of that. So it just it just all clicked and came together. So I'm um, I'm so happy that she kind of pushed me to start because I haven't stopped since. I absolutely love it. I love that a friend played such a big part because obviously with yeah. Black Girls of Purpose, we're really big on community. And I know that we have a, a mutual friend, Jessica, and I just think mm-hmm. about the conversations I have with her. Sometimes I'm like, girl, no, you said you weren't going to do this or you said you were going to do this, so come on, <laughs> let's go, stop playing, yep. you know. And a lot of times you need that community to see things in you that you don't necessarily see in yourself. Exactly. Or be able to hold you accountable because you may say, okay, by next year I want to be full-time in my photography business. And if you're not sharing that with anybody, then next year comes and goes and you think to yourself, well, I didn't really tell anybody, so it doesn't matter. I kind of saved myself the embarrassment. But when you expose it to your community, they say, I'm sorry, girl, why are you still in that full-time job? Didn't you say you were going to be full-time in your business? Exactly. I am am so – here for my tribe. <laughs> like, yes. my girls are amazing. Um, my friends push me. I push them. Uh, we're all sort of in the entrepreneurship space. 
So we really try to elevate each other. And I didn't see that in myself at all. I, I just hid behind the fear. But luckily she saw it in me and she was like, no, you could do this. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I I love my girls. They um they really helped me to kind of, you know, get to that next level. So speaking of friends, and you said you love your girls, where, when you look at your circle of friends, how are they composed? Like, are these the people you met in college? Do you have people you met along the way? Because I think um, this is something I've been talking about recently with people. As you get older, some t- people talk about how it's harder to make friends, right? Because it's mm-hmm. not just, oh, well, we have class together. We really like Chipotle. You have to be intentional about creating those connections. So how have you been able to connect with the women who are a part of your tribe? That, that is so true. Um, it's it's definitely getting harder as I get older to make new friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But I've been lucky that I have friends um, from, some of my friends are from middle school. Um, We've stayed in touch and we're just all very Mm -hmm. like-minded. Other friends have, you know, we've met through work along the way. Um, But as I am getting older and I look at my circle of friends now, I'm realizing the friends that are still here we're all very like-minded and positive and try to uplift each other. So I, I just have to have authentic relationships, and I realize that those are the ones that work for me. That's great. So when did you decide, because I imagine, so you said you had, you, your, your friend said, okay, you should start shooting people instead of just furniture. Were you doing it for free when you first started? Or did you say, hey, I'm going to do this bottom level price because I'm not even really confident with this. And then if this is a hit, then I'll progress from there. What, was, what were the steps in terms of that? So um, it's funny. So many things happened at once. Um, so this was like February 2018, and I had decided that I was ready to leave corporate America and start out on my own as a graphic designer and web developer. Okay. And things were going great. Um, I was three months in and unfortunately lost a lot of my retainer fine. Mm. So then I was like freaking out, like, you know, what am I going to do? Um it was during that time that my friend pushed me to do this photo shoot. And so after that, it made me reevaluate my business. Mm-hmm. And that's when I added photography in there. Um, I was clueless as to how to put together packages or um, any of that. So lucky in my, my circle of friends, I also have a career coach. Oh. Um, yeah. Um, my, uh, my friend, Karee Williams, is a career coach, and I went through a coaching session with her, actually multiple coaching, coaching sessions, to figure out what my passion was and also to define what my core values are so that I could truly develop the business that I wanted. It changed everything. Like, before that, I had so much anxiety. I was just I, I just wasn't clear about anything that I wanted to do. And after I went through those series of coaching sessions, I just I knew exactly where my focus was and what my goals were. So that's when I was able to develop packages and really craft my photography business to sell to others. That's great. And I mm-hmm. love that you said she was in your circle. And you said, you know, I, I think – 
I'm always amazed at how strategic God is with these people yeah. that he places around you because in the moment you're not thinking, oh, I'm so glad I'm friends with so-and-so because I'm going to need a business coach one day. You're just right. thinking, I love, that's my girl. I love her. And so it's really cool when you do have those moments where the friendship can intertwine with the business. And a lot of people think, oh, no, kind of how people say don't mix business with pleasure. But when you're with the right people, when you have the right tribe, as you refer to them, it only enhances your relationship because you're, you become sure. these big cheerleaders for your friends too. It's like, yes, girl, we did it. You did it. We're doing it together. For sure, it does. And, and I've never been afraid to ask for help. <laughs> I tell people that all the time. If you feel like you're lost and you need help, like raise your hand. Tell everybody, you know, I, I need help here. And I'm okay with doing that. And that's, that's, been, that's been very helpful on my entrepreneurship journey is getting the help I need from other experts in my life. Yes, yes, I love that. So what have been some of the greatest challenges that you've faced as an entrepreneur? Um, <laughs> so it's so funny when you aren't an entrepreneurship and you're just like you have your side hustle and you're dreaming about it, you know, you're, you're, you're in your cubicle and you're dreaming of days where I'm going to be my own boss. You kind of romanticize it a bit, little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, you think it's going to be so glamorous and you're going to wake up in the morning, go get your coffee and, you know, just it's going to be great. Yes. Yeah, no. It's a lot of work. I think um, the biggest kind of wake-up call for me is realizing there are going to be great days, but there's going to be a lot of lows, too. So you just have to decide, like, are those those good days outweigh the bad days? Mm. Um, And is it worth it for you? So, um, yeah, I think that's been the biggest thing is is realizing that it's not going to always be smooth sailing. Um, but to just be okay with the, with that journey. Yeah. And I really appreciate you for that honesty because when I think about entrepreneurship, I kind of think about going natural. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going to be out here footloose and fancy free. I don't need these chemicals anymore. And then... Yep. You got you it. You got it. You got it. Yes. You got it. 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 You got You Go back to the creepy crack because yes, um, it's, it's at least easier. I could manage it. Right, right. It's and, easier. And, and sometimes, you know, uh, in the beginning, I think I did. I did think this is too much. I'm just going to go back. But, again, I go back to that coaching that I had, and I defined what my core values were. And one of my core values was I, I have to be my own boss. Mm-hmm. I am not going to be successful working for someone else. So, for me, it just it just was never an option to go back. And I know a lot of people, the thing that they love, any, any entrepreneur that I talk to, their biggest thing that they say has kept them is the autonomy that they have over their time, right? So being able to say, okay, I'm going to work at this time, and then I'm not going to work, or I'm going to go to this, you know, my child's recital, or I'm going to take this two-hour lunch with a friend that's coming in from out of town, those kinds of things. And it's, it is a beautiful thing that you can have that kind of autonomy. But you also, it's also, okay, but this is not paid time off food, so you have to make up for and, that time exactly. somewhere exactly. else. Exactly. You have to, you know, weigh the pros and cons. Like you say, yeah. you have that flexibility, but when you're off clock, you are off clock. You're not making any money. Right. So, yeah, right. You, you do have to balance, balance your world. 
Yeah. So obviously our name is Black Girls of Purpose and we're all about helping women live out their purpose. What is the greater purpose that you've seen behind the work that you do? So it's it's so funny. You think like as a photographer, you're just like, you know, clicking a camera and taking shots, but it's it's very interesting that how connected you become with the person that you're shooting. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the people that I've been shooting, I've gotten to know just on a really personal level, and I'm able to guide them with their businesses mm-hmm. um, and also help to, you know, for them to reach the next level. Right. So, and I don't want to say it's kind of like a mentorship, but it, it is that I'm giving guidance um, for other people that want to be entrepreneurs or they're in their business, but they want to reach the next level. Right. So that's been what's amazing about this is that I'm not just a photographer. I'm also like your, your business partner as well. So that, that's been really fun. And the thing that I loved about shooting with you was just the attention to detail and how before we would take a shot, you say, okay, well, how, or we move to a new outfit or something, you say, okay, well, how do you envision these pictures being used? Is mm-hmm. this going on your blog post? Is this for, you know, your speaker sheet? Is this for, and that intentionality is everything. And it also, I think, that process helps people who are shooting with you because sometimes people come and they just, like you said, they think a photographer is just this click, shoot, click, shoot, mm-hmm. and they don't necessarily have a direction. So you say, right. well, how do you want to use these images? Um, I want to have a really popping Instagram post. Okay, you know, that's a part of it, but yeah. what's the end goal? It can't just be to be popping on Instagram. Right, right. You, especially if you're trying to be intentional about making this a business or becoming a brand yourself, you're tying it with other things. You, there's a message behind what you're doing. You're not just posting cute pics. Because, I mean, I'm all about a cute pic, too, but I love even more a really great photo with a fantastic caption that tells that mm-hmm. story. Yep, that, that's exactly it. And that's what I try to make different about my photography business. And I think that goes back to being a graphic designer and a web designer. Um, I, I do. I want to think more of how is this going to um, – reflect your business. How is, how is this imagery going to enhance your business? So that's, that's a big part of it to me. And I, I think that's um, why me and my clients become so close because we do partner in creating this, this art direction for the photos and um, set goals for what we want to do with capturing the images. Yes, that's amazing. What would you say to someone who is interested in becoming a photographer, whether they want to do it full-time or they have a passion and want to do it on the side? Um, I would say find a mentor. Um, it's been great over the last two years. I had a couple people just reach out to me on social media and say they want to learn. And I think that's the best way. If you see someone out there that you feel like is doing what you want to do, reach out to them. Um, it's always been a positive experience with me, and I love giving back. Uh, so, yeah, reach out to someone. Um, try to learn as much as you can. And um, also you can take courses and online classes. Like, there's so many resources out there. Awesome. Now, we talked about the kind of the challenges in entrepreneurship, but what have been some of the greatest wins that you've experienced since becoming an entrepreneur? 
Um, wins for me are every time a photo is shared on a website or social media or I get great feedback, like that's everything to see your images out there. Um, I, I just love that. I love that. Um, also, like you said, the flexibility is awesome. Um, it gives me opportunities to travel more um, and see my family more. I have a dog. I get to walk my dog during the day. Like I, that part of it is is it's 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 amazing. It's amazing to have that flexibility in your life. Yeah. What do you feel like are some of the greatest strategies that have helped you to stay organized in your business? Because I always tell people when you first get started, it's going to be you. You're going to be the bookkeeper. You're going to be the administrative assistant. Mm-hmm. You're going to be the actual. You know, creative, you're going to be all of these roles. The, you, yep. you have to manage all these roles. So what strategies or tools have been really essential in helping you to stay organized in your business? Um, my main strategy is realizing that I can't do it alone. <laughs> I can't do everything. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm first and foremost a creative, so I love the creative side of things. When it comes to the administrative and business side, that, that's not my strong suit. So I get help. Um, I hire out um, for different tasks, um, and that's been that's like that saved my business because then I'm not stressing about everything, and I get to focus on the photography um, and the design. So yeah, invest in your business, um, bring on um, the experts that you need to help you get to where you want to go. That's good, and there's no shame in that, right? Oh, there's no shame in that. There's no shame. Um, I mean, I think this this lifestyle is all about balance. Um, and, yeah, having a team is going to allow you to have more balance in your life. Um, so I, I'm really, like, I really believe in, in putting together a strong team that's going to support your business. Yes, that's amazing. Because I know everyone kind of idolizes this solopreneur thing, and mm-hmm. I can't even lie, I, I gave into that in the beginning, not even from a, oh my gosh, look at me, I'm so popping, I'm doing this on my own, but there was a sense of pride in saying, wow, there's this business that I brought from nothing, obviously by the grace of God, not just I'm out here a superwoman, but you know, it, it started out as this idea, and now look where it is, but you have to... As your plate gets bigger, as your responsibilities increase, mm-hmm. you have to say, okay, let me take a step back and think, what of, what things can I start delegating? And what I've also right. realized is that you're creating wealth for other people when you do that. If you oh, say, sure. I'm, doing, I'm keeping this all, you know, I think about Tyler Perry and when he posted that post a f- few weeks back about how he didn't have a writer's room and he does all his own writing and people were infuriated because they're just thinking, Okay, so you have the resources to hire, but you're saying, oh, no, I'm out here, I'm killing it. And while we right. do respect the, the work ethic, wouldn't it be so much better if we can say, look at all these writers that I've been able to hire and bring on yep. to be a part of my team. Look at all these people who do love the administrative side of things. Yeah, it's funny because I thought the same way about being a solopreneur. Um, I thought exactly the same way. And I think at some point something shifted and I started thinking like a boss. And I think that's what you need to do is think more like a boss when you have your own business um, and uh, figure out how to form your team to support the business. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that, that, 
definitely what shifted for me. So how do you measure success? I've been hearing people talk about success a lot this week, and I've been asking people, or we're actually, uh, look, I was, I was re interviewing someone this week that I'm hoping to bring on to my team, and so I asked her how she measured success. So that's, I think that's my new question I'm going to start asking people. How do you measure success? That's a great question. Um, I don't even know if I've really sat down to really think about how I measure success. Um, but if I had to think, like, honestly, I feel successful right now. Um, just at this moment of where I'm at, um, I've reached my goal of being able to support myself um, and do what I love, being a creative all day, every day. Like, to me, that's successful. Um, I, of course, I set goals for myself every month to try to reach that, but I feel like I'm, 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 I'm already successful and everything else is just icing on the cake. Yes. And I like that you said that because... I had to have kind of a come to Jesus moment and understand that success is not always money, and most times mm -hmm. it's money exactly. because you can't have a ton of money and still be extremely unhappy, or you can be happy, but the people around you are unhappy because of the things that you've done to get money. Not necessarily from a moral standpoint, but just a okay, yeah, you're you're successful, but we haven't seen you in months, or how you even talked about being able to spend more time with your family, okay. Mm -hmm your business is on, in Time Magazine, but we don't even have dinner together anymore. So just thinking about those kinds of things. And I know success for me is also tied to the success of the people around me. I want yes, for sure. everyone who I'm connected to to flourish. I, I, I was just praying this morning and just saying, God, you know, everyone who has blessed me with their time or that I've been able to connect with, I want them to be so blessed where they say, man, working with Brie was the best thing I could have ever done. Or, or she, you know, listening to her podcast was the best thing I could have ever done. Watching her Bible study was the best thing I could have ever done. Because at the end of the day, if what you're doing is not coming from a place of service, the most mm -hmm. successful businesses that I've heard of are people that said, I just, like you, you said, well, my friends just said I should start doing this, so I did, and here we are, versus I, I had this money goal, and so I started looking and saying, what can I do to get some money, and then I did that, and then I got the money. Like, no one's yep. really out here telling those stories, you know? I agree, definitely. So what vision do you have for your business in 2020? Because everybody's been talking about vision, right? I've seen so many vision board parties, yes. which I love because I'm all That's about vision. vision. <laughs> yes, exactly, right? The vision, make it plain. Uh, mm -hmm. What vision do you have for your business in 2020? Um, so for my business, I really just want to continue to grow the photography. Um, I'm also introducing um, some new areas of my business. I'm going to start shooting um, high school senior portraits this year. So I'm really excited about that. Um, yes. Shooting seniors is so fun. Mm -hmm. This is not the senior portraits from, like, the 90s, you know. Like, <laughs> no, we're doing, like, you know, just out the box. On the site. Yeah, like, whatever they envision, we're putting it together for them. If they want muscle cars in their shoot, if they want to be, you know, on a football field or in a field with a ball gown on, we're going to put it together. So it's a really fun opportunity for me to put together, like, um, just a huge uh, art direction for a photo shoot. And I'm 
I'm just, I'm so excited about that. So that's one of my goals this year is to really grow my senior portrait photography. Great. I love that. And it, it, I love how clear that is, right? Because if you don't, it's kind of like the SMART goals, which sometimes I'm, uh, I don't know, I, I can't necessarily put all of my goals in a SMART box, but mm-hmm. it is important to have things that are measurable or to have, yeah. you know, a specific focus, even for a season. When I was on Instagram and, and Jessica and I had done a live just about the direction for Black Girls of Purpose, I had given myself two goals per quarter because I know me. If I, can, I can either create so many goals that I'm not working towards any of them or mm-hmm. you know, I just have this one and so I'm focusing on that and I'm almost obsessing over it. And so having two every quarter also helped help me to be accountable to myself because I'm saying, okay, girl, if you really are excited about your quarter two goals, then you need to make sure your quarter one goals happen, you know? Exactly. So I love that you said this is, this is what I'm focusing on right now, these senior portraits. And I think the senior portrait world is going to be better to have you in it. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, I'm really excited about it. And it's funny. So I do two goals a year, two big goals. So the senior mm-hmm. photography is one of my goals, and then to have my own studio is the other. Ooh. So, yeah, so I want to have a studio space for the brand photography that, you know, my brand clients can come to, they can get their makeup done there, they can get their styling done all before their photo shoot. Ooh, yeah. So that is also the second goal, just to take my brand photography to the next level. And that's going to be so amazing because I think that is, I mean, your your location is just as important as what you're wearing and your hair yeah. and stuff, right? If you're right. if you have the bomb, a bomb outfit and you're in front of a tree or <laughs> you know, um, so you look amazing, but it's really dark and yes. you know I don't want to over edit to make you look you know it's just it's just so interesting. But those are things that people don't necessarily think about when they think about photography. They just think about, okay, well, you have a really good camera. Yeah, but there's a lot of other aspects that tie into. Oh, for sure, for sure. And um, I I really think a lot about the experience. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I said, I I don't want you to just come and feel like I'm just like snapping photos and you go on your way. Mm -hmm. I want you to come in my studio and feel amazing, feel like this is going to be the the, the best one of the best days of your life like you're going to be pampered and you're going to just feel awesome even before we start taking the shots yes so that impacts the shots too right it if does it does if you're Definitely. not feeling good it's it's, mm-hmm. it's for sure awesome well how can our community best support the work that you are doing Oh, uh, just um, supporting me on social media. I appreciate all the likes and comments. Um, That is amazing. I'm also offering a discount promo code to your audience. So if you want to book with me, um, she'll send that out and, yeah, get in touch. Awesome. And then I have one final question that I ask everybody. Uh, What does it mean to you to be a black girl with purpose? Oh. Gosh, um, what does it mean for me to be a black girl with purpose? So throughout my life, um, so many other, you know, black people, women specifically, um, in my experience coming from Louisiana, don't dream or don't dream big enough. And it's not their fault. It's, you know, it can be the system that, you know, is sort of created to keep you in a certain mentality or space 
Um, I've had people along the way who couldn't see past their block or past their neighborhood. Um, lucky for me, I've always been a dreamer and always felt like I could reach my goals. Um, so now understanding my purpose allows me to give back to us and to others so that they can dream bigger and to reach their goals as well. Oh, that's amazing. I just got chills. <laughs> Seriously, the, the, the part where you said they don't dream big enough, but it's not their fault. They mm-hmm. begin to believe that this it's is all they'll ever do. Yeah, and it, it's not being exposed um, to what, what's possible, you know, what's mm-hmm. possible. So um, a, a, another part of my business is the mentorship and giving back to um, – definitely um, young people, um, which is another part of why I want to incorporate the senior photography. Again, it's not just photos. It's like we we build a relationship. I'm able to mentor them through their last year of school. Mm. Um, it's, it's really all about giving back. I just think of the weight that that carries, right, but not in a bad way. I tend to attract so many women who are passionate about entrepreneurship and mentorship because those are things that I'm passionate about. And Mm -hmm. being able to show girls that they can do more, whatever more looks like, right? I mean, it doesn't even need to be, oh, you can do more than be a a hairstylist or a cosmetologist because those are fantastic things too. You may come from a family of doctors, and so doing the cosmetologist thing may be the bold move, may be the dream right. bigger, because everyone in your family has gone this traditional route. And so to break out from that and say, okay, I know this is what everyone before me has done, but this is what I feel like I'm called to do, and this is how I feel like I'm called to live on my purpose. Mm-hmm. And here are the people I feel like are coming behind me that I, I have this responsibility to them to show them, hey, you can do anything. You're not you're not put in a box. Like there is a specific purpose that God has placed you on on the inside of you to do, and as long as you're being faithful in pursuing that, the doors will open when he when you need them to. Yeah, that is so real. I've I've, I've had that challenge all my life because I've always been artistic. I've always been a creative. I never wanted to do the norm. <laughs> you know, I always wanted to do uh, or be something different, um, which unfortunately for my parents stressed them out. Um, but, (laughs) but that's why I do put myself out there. Um, I do show that you can make it as a creative, as a black woman Mm -hmm. in a creative. Um, and I hope I'm being an example to others, um, that you can, you know, live your passion and, and, and figure out where your purpose is and chase your goals. Like you can do it. That's fantastic, Angela. It's such a good, positive note to end on. So y'all heard her. She said, you can do it. You can live your passion. You can set your goals. You can chase your goals. You can do it. Thank you so much for being our guest, Angela. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's been great. All right, y'all. So I want to make good on my word. I said that if you listened all the way to the end, I'd be sharing the promo code that Angela is giving our Black Girls of Purpose community or our Purpose Peeps for $50 off her brand refresh package. Now, this is a monthly membership, as I shared before, that allows you to get new, fresh images for your website and social feeds. And it's subscription-based, so every month for three months, you'll have new photos, which is so phenomenal because we all can tell when people keep posting the same things, right? So if you want to take advantage of that offer, you can enter promo code BGWP50 on her website, and I will have a link to that to her website in the show notes. Also, make sure that you 
show her some love over on Instagram. You can click on any of my posts and I'll also be tagging her for this new episode. So I'm so excited for the things that God is doing through this community and through the things that he's doing with Angela and her photography business. I'm excited about her new senior portrait. So if you know someone who has a senior or will be a senior soon and needs senior portraits, make sure they check her out. And yes, y'all just go and show her a ton of love on Instagram because she is such a light and she's so phenomenal to work with. Uh, I want to make sure that you guys stay connected with us if you are not already. So if you're not following us on Instagram, please go to at Black Girls with Purpose and vote for us in the FedEx Small Business Grant Contest. You thought I'd forget, but I didn't forget. Also, please subscribe to our email list by going to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join. I'm actually working on a new freebie that will teach you the three P's to building community. Because we are so community-based, I thought it would be really appropriate to create this new guide as we're getting further into 2020. So if you're interested in getting that, make sure you go to blackgirlswithpurpose.org forward slash join. I also want you to subscribe to our email list because we have some really exciting announcements that we'll be rolling out in the next few weeks. And so our email list always gets the first dibs on anything that I'm doing. So I am so grateful to you for listening. I know I always say that, but I mean it every single time that I say it. And I hope that you have a phenomenal week. Make sure that you are doing the best you can do to live with intention and take advantage of the power of community.